Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news here on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening, Baumia overtakes Alan in race for NDC flag bearership slot, says Global Info Analytics. In other stories, we will resist any sinister plot by ECG to manipulate 2024 polls, says former President Mahama. And we must revise Arabic Islamic educational curriculum to suit current trends, says Dr. Abdul Hamid. And Ministry of Health advocates increase in duties on tobacco and alcohol. This business, sports and showbiz, is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukumna. Let's settle for the details. The new national polls by Global Info Analytics for July 2023 shows that the Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia has taken a 3% lead among all voters to lead NPP for the 2024 elections following the formal launch of his campaign. The poll shows 36% of voters now prefer Dr. Baumia to lead NPP, while 33% prefer Alan Kojo-Chomanting and 25% prefer Kennedy Ohini Ejapong. Mr. Chomanting led Dr. Baumia in April 2023 by 30% to 29%. However, among NPP voters, Dr. Baumia leads with approximately 50% followed by Mr. Chomanting with 33% and then Ken Ejapong with 16% of the vote. In the event of a runoff, the poll shows that among NPP voters, Dr. Baumia leads Dr. Chomanting by 55% to 45%. However, among all voters, Mr. Chomanting leads Dr. Baumia by 54% to 46%. The poll also suggests that in the event of a runoff, among NPP voters, 21% of Kennedy Ohine Japong supporters would back Dr. Baumia, while 57% would back Mr. Chomanting and 23% would not vote. In the race for the Jubilee House, the poll shows that both Dr. Baumia and Mr. Chomanting losing grounds to John Dramani Mahama compared to April 2023. The NDC flag bearer now leads Dr. Baumia by 55% to 37%, with 8% of voters saying they intend to vote for someone else. The poll also shows the former president leading Mr. Chomanting by 54% and 38% with 7% saying they would vote for someone else. On the question of which political party's candidates voters intend to vote for in the parliamentary elections in 2024, 48% of voters indicated they would vote for NDC candidates compared to 36% who indicated they would vote for NPP candidates and 3% would vote for other parties' candidates while 13% are unsure with the party's candidates to vote for. 
The poll shows 63% of votes believe Ghana is heading in the wrong direction compared to 26% who believe it is heading in the right direction and 11% who have no option. Now, in other stories, the opposition National Democratic Congress NDC says it will resist any attempt by the Electoral Commission EC to rig the 2024 elections. The NDC says sinister plans by the EC to use the Ghana card as the only source document for registration onto the voters' register would be fiercely resisted and prevented. Speaking at the Tertiary Education Institute's next network team event at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology, the NBC flag bearer and former president John Dramani Mahama said his party would not allow itself to be cheated. This is not the first time the NDC has accused the EC of scheming to rig the polls. Now, the Chief Executive Officer of the National Petroleum Authority, NPA, has stated that changing the Arabic and Islamic educational curricula to suit modern trend is the ideal way to place Muslim students at par with others in the secular education. That Dr. Mustafa Hamid said must come with hard work, effective collaborations and unity of purpose to move Muslim children from the conservative syllabi to modern day trend that would broaden the horizon of the student. He said Muslims could no longer continue to dwell on syllabi that were always a theory in nature and completely out of practicality, a situation he described as dry theology. Dr. Abdul Hamid said this during a three-day seminar with the National Council for Curriculum and Assessment on Developing Islamic Studies Curricula for the Muslim Community in Ghana. The seminar, which was organized by the Talim Ghana, a Ghanaian Islamic non-governmental organization in collaboration with the World Muslim Community Council from Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates and Education Without Borders, attracted 30 participants, themed Islamic teaching and learning, training for specialties and developing Islamic curricula. The seminar with among other issues come out with challenges of Islamic education, what they can do to equal other students in the secular realm and ways forward to fast track educational progress among Muslim students. Dr. Abdul Hamid said from his experience as a former minister of inner cities and Zongo development, he realized that Muslim students lag behind at the secular education sector chiefly because Arabic and Islamic studies were more of religious base than secular. In other stories, the Ministry of Health is pushing for an increase in excise duties on three unhealthy consumables to raise additional 3.5 billion Ghana cities. The three are tobacco, alcohol and sugar sweetened beverages which have been identified to be among the main causes of non-communicable diseases such as hypertension, stroke, diabetes and cancer. The ministry also wants the revenue generated from those specific taxes to be channeled into the management of NCDs which have assumed alarming levels in the country in recent years and causing 17,000 deaths every year. The Minister of Health 
Kweku Ajiman Mainu made this known in Accra at a meeting to disseminate a study done by the World Health Organization on how such health taxes could improve health outcomes in managing non-communicable diseases. He said the concept of the health tax was a powerful tool for revenue generation that had been successfully implemented in many countries. Health taxes involves the levying of charges on products that are deemed harmful to health such as tobacco, alcohol and sugar-sweetened beverages. The proposal presented by the ministry also called for the introduction of a specific excise tax that would increase cigarettes by six Ghana cities, alcoholic beverages by 20% while increasing taxes on sugar-sweetened beverages by introducing a specific excise tax to increase the retail price by 20%. Mr. Ajiman Menu said the proposals also satisfied the ECOWAS directive of a specific minimum excise tax of at least $0.40 per pack and generated an additional 131 million cities in revenue while reducing consumption by 26.6% in 2023 and averting 34,000. 600 deaths during the lifespan of Ghanaians living now. Now moving to business, the government has confirmed the settlement of all outstanding arrears owed to members of the Individual Bondholders Forum. A statement issued by the Finance Ministry Monday explained that all coupons and principals due up to June 19 have been paid and instructions for the payment of coupons up till July 10, 2023 have been sent out. Furthermore, the government reassured all bondholders of its commitment to continuous and constructive engagement with the leadership of the Coalition of Individual Bondholders Group and emphasized its decision to implementing the terms of the Memorandum of Understanding. Previously, members of the CIBG, comprising the Ghana Individual Bondholders Forum and the Individual Bondholders Association of Ghana, are threatened to picket at the Finance Ministry to defend and demand the payment of outstanding principals and coupons. They expressed disappointment in the government's failure to honor the agreed payment plan outlined in the Memorandum of Understanding. However, the government has fulfilled its commitment to pay all arrears on coupons for bonds maturing by May 31, 2023, as well as coupons falling due from June 1, 2023, in accordance with the terms of the Memorandum of Understanding. Now moving to sports, the Minister of Youth and Sports, Honorable Mustafa Yusuf, delivered a passionate address at the 29th Ordinary Session of the Ghana Football Association GFA Congress held at the Great Hall of the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. In his speech, the minister expressed concerns over what he describes as an unpatriotic attitude among some players, emphasizing the need for them to prioritize patriotism and nationalism when representing the country. Honorable Yusuf highlighted the significant support provided by the state to the national teams, including the purchase of tickets, weeks-long camps, per diem, and meals. However, he expressed disappointment that some players seemed to prioritize monetary bonuses above national pride. He emphasized that while financial incentives were important, 
players should not lose sight of the greater purpose of representing Ghana on the international stage. The minister called on players to recognize the significance made by the government and the immense support provided, urging them to demonstrate a genuine love for their country and commitment to its success in football. The minister's remarks resonate with the audience as they echoed the sentiment of many Ghanaians who believe that national pride should take a precedence over personal gains. Attendees, including officials from the Ghana Football Association, representatives from football clubs, and members of the media, acknowledge the importance of fostering a sense of patriotism among players and the positive impact it could have on the performance of the national team. As Ghana prepares for upcoming tournaments, including the AFCON 2023 in Côte d'Ivoire, the ministers call for players to prioritize patriotism sends a strong message about the values and expectations associated with representing the country. It serves as a reminder that football is not solely about financial rewards, but also about pride, unity and opportunity to bring joy to the nation. Now moving to some showbiz, there finally appears to be proof that Jimmy Fox is on the mend. In video published by TMZ, Fox purportedly is seen boating on the Chicago River Sunday afternoon looking healthy as he smiles and waves to a group of boaters who cheers his appearance. The Oscar-winning actor later tweeted a plug for his uh, bonbon and wrote, Boat Life celebrating summer with brown sugar staplers. CNN has reached out to representatives for Fox for comment. The actor has been recovering since April when he experienced an undisclosed medical complication, according to his daughter, Corinne Fox. The star was in Atlanta filming at the time. No further information about the incident has been provided. In May, a source with knowledge of the situation told the CNN that Fox was undergoing medical treatment at a physical rehabilitation facility in Chicago. That same month, his daughter pushed back on reports that her father was not doing well, posting on social media, sad to see how the media runs wild. She later announced that they would be hosting a new music-centric trivia game show title, We Are Family, in which not famous relatives of celebs would be performing duets with their heading famous family members as the audience tried to guess the identity of the star. And that's it with the evening's news here on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us Ghana Talks Radio on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum and I say thanks so much for doing the listening. Have a good evening. Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation.